0: k-i-n-g an important question that i ask myself every time i'm considering pursuing a brand new goal i'm going to share that with you during this episode welcome to walking is fitness this is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself hi i'm dave i've been walking for fitness since 2013 Averaging about 21,000 steps a day, I'm walking right now and I would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes. Over the years, I've learned that there's a very important question I need to ask myself any time I'm considering pursuing a goal, particularly a big goal. As I've shared with you many times in the past, I have a history of failed goals, particularly around New Year's Day, those goals are set in that of emotion which is very exciting but it doesn't last it's not sustainable and within a week or two that emotion is gone and my motivation to pursue whatever that goal was is gone as well and so I've got these two conflicting emotions excitement but then the recognition that this just doesn't work well for me and so over the years I started asking myself a very important question that really has helped me number one eliminate goals that are a waste of time and number two and more importantly refine the goals that are worthy of pursuing and has helped me get past that initial week or two of excitement and continue moving forward when those emotions those initial starting emotions are no longer Part of what's driving this thing here's the question what does this look like in six months and really what I'm asking myself is what does this feel like in six months recently my son called me very excited about an idea he had wants to start a YouTube channel around a passion of his and I am not going to be the guy who says, yeah that's a that's a dumb idea let's let's talk about how many YouTube channels actually succeed and how many fail. I'm not gonna be that guy when the the memoir is written or the biography or the autobiography is written you know in those early chapters and so and so said this would not work and of course, You know, this is written by an uber-successful person. You go, wow, that was dumb. Why'd they say that? (laughs) So I'm not going to be that guy. But I also want my son to, if this is worthy of pursuing, I want him to ask himself the question, what does this look like in six months? What does this feel like in six months? When you've been investing time and energy and emotion in this pursuit and six months down the road... You've got 35 people watching your video. How are you going to get past that because that's that's a legit speed bump that derails most of these types of pursuits. And those that have the huge subscribers, you know the millions of views, that's where they started, but they were able to push through and keep going even when it felt like nobody was paying attention. And my kids grew up with a young man who now has a YouTube channel that just passed 1 million subscribers. So they know someone who's been very successful in this world, and they can look to him and go, Yeah, this is a possibility. If he could do it, why can't I? Which is great. So my son and I had a conversation. What does this look like? You've been investing time and energy and when those viewer numbers are low, how is that going to feel? And so I wanted him to carefully consider what that would be like down the road before he gets started. And we had a good conversation about it, and he is pursuing this. Several years ago when I did my 20k one-year step challenge I asked myself a similar set of questions and That challenge was a public commitment to reach 20,000 steps, at least 20,000 steps every single day for an entire year. And I posted daily updates on Facebook and Instagram. And before I made that commitment, before I went public and said, here's what I'm doing, I not only asked myself, what does this look like in six months? I got even more specific than that. I considered the calendar, the things that would come up over the course of 365 days, and I considered how am I going to navigate through this? For example, holidays, Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. What do those days look like, getting 20,000 steps, knowing full well all the activities, all the events that are planned around the holidays? How am I going to still be very involved in these family gatherings and celebrations and at the same time reach 20,000 steps. I thought about weather. What am I going to do on those days where it is snowing, where we get a big snowstorm? Because we weren't too far removed from a blizzard that hit our area. We lived in Maryland at the time. Dumped almost three feet of snow. And I... I shared that how the day that it was snowing, I got close to 26,000 steps, primarily because I kept going outside and shoveling the driveway. Well, that was easy, but that was a one-time thing. What about all the days after when the driveway no longer needed to be shoveled? There were these piles of snow everywhere, and it was cold and just not a fun situation to be walking How was I going to get 20,000 steps a day should that type of blizzard happen again and make walking outside pretty challenging? So I thought through that. I'm responsible for fundraisers, the two fundraisers we do at the radio station. That's an entire week of really long days, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. In the studio, sitting. How was I going to get 20,000 steps a day during those two weeks. So I thought that through. I also thought about vacation. Now, we vacation at the beach, so getting up early and walking along the beach, great way to get a lot of steps. But what about the two days where we're traveling, driving to vacation, coming home from vacation? How was I going to get 20,000 steps on those days? So the point here is before I made that commitment, before I set that goal, and because this was a very public goal, it kind of amped it up even more. And before I went public and said, this is what I'm going to do, I thought through, what does this look like in six months? What does this feel like in six months? In other words, what are those barriers, those situations, circumstances, maybe even emotions that I will be feeling once I make this commitment? How do I push past that so I can keep that commitment? One of my other sons called me, thinking of starting a podcast, same set of questions. What does this look like? What does this feel like? What are those speed bumps that are going to prevent you from moving forward? Have you considered those? At the end of that conversation, unlike his brother, this son decided not to move forward. And I've had that too, where I've asked that question. What does this look like? What does this feel like? What are the circumstances that are going to cause me to go off the rails with this goal is this goal really worth pursuing because if i can't figure out how i'm going to manage past these challenges is it something i really want is it something i'm going to continue pushing for even on those days weeks where it's hard and if the answer is nope i really don't want it that much that's a that's a great answer because that means i'm not wasting my time even getting started so as you're considering a new goal whether it's for January 1st whether it's for tomorrow whether it's a goal that you'll start pursuing in several months think through what does this look like what does this feel like in six months and think through those issues those circumstances that could potentially derail the goal which will allow you to really determine whether this is worth pursuing and if it is worth pursuing You've already started the hard work of draining that initial emotion and thinking through how you can continue moving forward when things get challenging, because they will. Thank you for walking with me today. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.